you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Superstar quarterbacks, one staying, one going. Epic day for the NFL. The new league year hasn't even begun. Free agency has not begun at all, but the franchise tag deadline came and went with some fireworks. Good morning. Football is right here in New York City, Wednesday, March 9th. I'm Kay Adams. What up? Kyle Brandt, Peter Schraker, two-time Super Bowl champion. LaShawn McCoy here as well. Lots to get to with these quarterbacks, these bags of money being tossed around, and it's time for lead block. Lead block. Let's do it. Yesterday, a big one, massive news day around the NFL. A blockbuster trade sends Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Aaron Rodgers returns, stays put in Green Bay after taking home the MVP award at NFL Honors a couple of weeks ago. Now for all the details on these two epic stories, we turn to our guy, Ian Rappaport. He knows all the details. He's our NFL Network insider. Tuesday was the day that all the quarterback dominoes began to fall into place. Start with the massive, massive trade of former Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Finally, Russell Wilson has a new home just for the small price of two first-round picks, two second-round picks, Noah Fant, Drew Locke, and more. Obviously, a huge deal for the Seattle Seahawks, who uh, lose Russell Wilson, now need a quarterback, but they move on from their franchise, started with plenty of plenty of ammo to go get one. Then for the Denver Broncos, for the first time since Peyton Manning, they have a legitimate starting quarterback. It was expensive, but Russell Wilson now lands in the only place that he was willing to go, Denver. Meanwhile, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers have a resolution as well. Sources say that Rodgers is getting $50 million per year on a multi-year deal, believed to be a four-year deal. So now the Green Bay Packers, after months and months of trying to get on the same page with Aaron Rodgers, working in that relationship, doing everything they can to make him accept them, they got a resolution too. Aaron Rodgers is not going anywhere with Green Bay and Rodgers committed together for years to come. 
appreciate you. And we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers and that decision in a bit. But it is all about this right now. The blockbuster move sending Russell Wilson to those Broncos. This is big time. Big time. I was surprised at first. I thought it was so quiet on the Russell Wilson front. This wasn't going to happen this year. It was setting the table for potentially next season in exit. But here we go. So reactions around the table, guys, when you heard Russ was heading to Denver. And, of course, please tweet us at GMFB. I was surprised too, and I think it's a credit to both teams, yeah. right? Like this, this has been. Well, Washington made an offer, and Pete Carroll came out very boldly and said, "We're not trading Russell Wilson. We're happy." Every, and then he's traded. This is a credit to the Broncos side of this thing too, because it's really 14 months in the making. When George Payton got the job last year, it was like quarterback, 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 quarterback. I remember they resisted. They didn't draft one in the top 10. Mm-hmm. They were like, "We're gonna take Patrick Sertan over Mac Jones and over Justin Fields. We're gonna hang tight and wait." until the right quarterback comes about. Now, I've spoken to both sides over the last 24 hours. I didn't know this, but at the Senior Bowl, which is a Super Bowl bye week, George Payton and John Schneider got into the nitty-gritty of this thing and started building this out. That was the Senior Bowl. That was in mid-February. They started working on this. Then at the Combine, the two of them really started hammering out the deals. And then yesterday, once the Rodgers stuff happened, I don't think it was, we didn't get Rodgers. In fact, I know that they really weren't dealing with Green Bay. There was this thought that maybe Rodgers would demand to go to Denver and then they could talk it all out. But... These two sides were proactively talking the entire time in silence publicly, Mm. which I kind of love in 2022 when everything is rumor mill and we're aware of it. I'll also say this. Yesterday was the 10-year anniversary of Peyton Manning's visit to the Broncos facility. That's great. Wow, that is nice. And they have not had a quarterback since. Denver is a Broncos town. Billboards already going up. Yeah, I saw that. They're That's already cool. up About there cooking, right? About Russell and comma cook. Yeah, yeah, Russell, yeah. And, and then uh, the Broncos, even without a quarterback, even without their ownership situation figured out, even without not going to the playoffs the last five years, they put their season tickets on sale last week with nothing really to, to, to stand on with a new coat. All that. 97% of the tickets sold yep. out right yep. away. Like, Big change. Th- this is a football town. It is a football franchise. Yep. And Russell Wilson is going to Denver. And credit to George Payton, their general manager patience mm-hmm. at the switch you got to appreciate it and they went all in and in uh, today's day and age that's as what you do shown, that's as we've learned that's what you do what you do when you need a quarterback that's what you do and, and I was so surprised when I see the news I was actually very very happy though I think Russell Wilson is an excellent quarterback um he's the Seahawks probably best franchise quarterback ever and then he goes to the Broncos right a team that he wanted to go to they can win they can win now. Mm-hmm. The defense is loaded. Like you said last year, they went certain. They got him early. Um, they didn't get a quarterback. It, is, it all fell into place. And then I just look at the reaction of the guys like Super Bowl. You look at the last couple of years, Tom Brady went to the sure. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Go thanks, on. Thanks, Tom, for my ring. Yep. Right? They win. Thank you. And one thing about football, it always repeats itself, right? It's a copycat yep, league. Yep, yep. He gets a championship. Then we move forward to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Somehow they get golf out of there. What are you trying they to say, Sean? Matthew Stafford. Yep. And he goes to the Rams. Now, Russell Wilson goes to the Broncos. I'm saying the same thing. Championship. That's it. You're That's right. it. You're Championship. Right now, this way. When, when a team does that, they go all the way in. All the chips are on the table. Jerry Judy, now people can see how good he really is. Mm-hmm. Alabama, we all loved him. Now you can see how good he really is. Cortland Sutton, I think another big-time wide receiver, big body, 50-50 balls. He always catches them. Now they have a team with a dominant running game. We all know what Russell Wilson division. does. Win a running game. Pretty good division. They're a championship. They're they're winning the thing. I'm sold in. Good running game, a great quarterback, and a great defense. I'm sold in. I mean, Von Miller's posting on his Instagram, Kyle. Yeah, he wants that to got everybody back. the fu- the fire stoked, and then they get rough. 
Shady McCoy on record, March 9th. Yep. They're going to do it this year. They're winning the Super Bowl, and I love it. This is so fun. Yesterday was so fun. You don't get days. You get them once in a generation. That's a right. superstar quarterback yeah. is traded. And you have that amazing feeling as a fan and as a spectator that when you see the tweet, you're like, wait, what? What? And then you confirm. You're like, hold on. Aren't there two L's in Pelissero? I'm not going to get hooked. Yeah. No. There's one, and it's really true. Um, I was not surprised. Okay. Uh, not surprised. I think Russ has been unhappy for a long time, and I think Denver knows the power of a star quarterback. I think mm. it was a perfect marriage in that sense, and I said, they said, let's do it. So you see it, and you're thinking, you're like, oh, my God, Russell Wilson's really going. And then I already asked, was asked yesterday, is this the most talented quarterback division in history? Uh, is Russell Wilson the third best quarterback in this division? Is he the second? Where do you rank him? If you had to start a team this fall with one of those quarterbacks, who would you take? Sound it's man. all over yeah, the map. That's a good one. And I'll tell you yeah, this, we're Russ. We're in the 9 o'clock hour today. We should. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it for the next should. five months. And I'll tell you this, Russ. I look up there. I don't see any of these rebuilding Rams teams you've gotten fat off of. I don't see Ooh. number one overall pick Cardinals teams. Okay, all right. I don't see any of that. This is big time now. This is, uh, listen, one of those quarterbacks right there is probably going to be 7-10 and 10 next year. Right. And they're that good and that talented. So you wanted it. You And remember, he did want it. Yep. He has a no trade. He's like, I want to go to Denver. I respect it. But, man, that thing is loaded yeah. with talent, and it's really exciting. You're saying it's once in a generation. It also is very rare that we're all on board. Like, I sure. don't, nobody at this table, we didn't talk about it to each other, maybe through email last night, right, but right. everyone's excited, at least at this breakfast table. And, yes, Seahawks fans probably feeling a little something in their heart, mm. but at least the Seahawks had it in them to just do a Band-Aid rip. Right. It was quiet. I give them credit. I give Russell Wilson's camp credit. It's why everyone's surprised. Last year we thought there was so much talk about this that if he was disgruntled again and thinking about leaving, we'd hear from Russell. We'd hear from his agent. We'd see those teams being leaked, all of that. Nothing. It was a Band-Aid rip. Russell was not happy there. He makes a move. You already credited the Broncos side mm -hmm. of things. I just loved how it was done. I also think that the Broncos made it happen so quickly and they got a relative bargain in the scheme of things. I thought right away to what does it take? You always talk about draft picks, trade commodities, yep. all of that. Right. And let's take a look at what they did and compare it to a team like the Niners and what the Niners gave up. So I, only having to give up two first round picks and a few other assets for a Super Bowl champion, legitimate superstar, 33-year-old quarterback who has nine Pro Bowls under his belt is incredible comparing to the Niners who trade for the number three pick alone last year, giving up three first rounders and a third mm. to get their pick of unproven commodities wow. in Lance Fields or Mac Jones. They, of course, went ahead and they picked Trey Lance. So, Shrags, I liked how it was handled. I liked that the Seahawks, right when the Aaron Rodgers news happened, they dropped it. It showed me that they had multiple plans in place and they were ready to go. They executed it perfectly. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you got to be aggressive on the right. Seahawks side, which I am with you on this one. I also appreciate saying, okay, like, it's over. And then they release Bobby Wagner later in yeah, the evening. Yeah, which is huge. And now he can do this before free agency yeah. where he can actually – Respect, yep. The roster's not already filled mm -hmm. in 32 plays. Like, that's how you treat a veteran. You say, okay, we're, it's done, but we're going to give you the opportunity to sign somewhere else. I think both sides are very happy this morning. Yeah. One of the things you mentioned, Peter, I, I just want, a lot of people are saying this, is that Russ was plan B and that Rodgers used the Broncos for leverage, leverage, and then he ditched them, and now we go to Russ. I, You're can saying only, that, I can only go with what my sources are telling yeah. me and that this has been weeks of the motion and yeah. Russell was the guy. And the thing with Rodgers was – it's not that they wouldn't have taken Rodgers uh – -huh. 
might have been a really interesting decision if they had to choose Rodgers or Wilson. Yeah. But Rodgers, the whole plan was like, we're not calling the Packers. Like, they'll call us. You don't try to meddle with Rodgers. That's like a whole other satellite. Rodgers. Russell Wilson, it's like, all right, there's a GM you deal with. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's a reasonable thing. <laughs> the Rodgers deal, he was going to decide, and yeah. then you'd have to react. And we'll get to Rodgers, and we'll get to Bobby Wagner, of course. I talked about him a lot going into his final mm-hmm. game. Like, everyone's talking Russell. Bobby Wagner might be playing his final game, then he gets hurt, mm-hmm. of course, and he gets to face for agency and hopefully get paid. He's one of my favorite players in the league. James Palmer is joining us now. Probably no one happier than you because, oh. selfishly, it's, nice, James. Good for, it's good for the good Palmer morning. family yeah. business. What do you got? I, I want to start with what Peter had to say because if you remember, Kay, on the, the world-famous Jimmy Palm Trees segment last week when I was sitting in Peter's chair, mm-hmm. I told you the Broncos felt unbelievably comfortable with the options that they had at the quarterback spot. It's mainly because, as Peter's saying, they were both kind of plan A. They were looking at Aaron Rodgers and knew there was a chance there. They were looking at Russell Wilson, knew there was a chance there. The talks were going on. That's why they had that comfort level, because they had options. And now they land Russell Wilson. And guys, yesterday in Denver, it was about a two hour and 18 minute roller coaster ride on Sports Talk Radio. When they find out Aaron Rodgers is going back to Green Bay, and then two hours and 18 minutes later, they find out that Russell Wilson is coming to Denver. I talked to people throughout the day in the building. The vibe was just incredible, I was told. People were sprinting up and down the hallways at Dove Valley at the team facility, I was told. And this is all because of what they have been through. Let's go to September 17th, 2015. That is the last time the Denver Broncos beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and it was with Peyton Manning. They have had 10 different quarterbacks. I have interviewed pretty much all of them. And the last part of this is they knew how good Aaron Rodgers was. They knew that that was probably a shorter shelf life of a new quarterback. With Russell Wilson being 33 and going on Kimmel two weeks ago and saying, I still want to play till I'm 45, they feel like this fixes the quarterback position maybe for a longer period of time. And that is making people feel very, very good here in Denver. It's been a long time coming for Aaron Rodgers yesterday. We finally had a decision. I'm very excited about it. It is over. We can look forward to lots of things once we figure out Devontae Adams in that situation as reported by our very own Ian Rappaport. Rodgers and the Packers have agreed to terms on a four-year deal, making him reportedly the highest-paid player in NFL history. Shortly after that news was announced, the Packers locked down Devontae Adams with a tag. Of course, his number one target, his best friend. They love each other. Adam is one of many big names to receive the franchise tag before yesterday's 4 p.m. franchise and transition tag deadline. So after all the buzz about Rodgers over the past, it says few months, mm. many months. That's what do we few? make of Does that actually say few? It literally says. <laughs> do they know what that no, word means? Just, just a smidge. No. We've been talking about this forever. I couldn't be happier. I love Aaron Rodgers. I want him there in Green Bay. And there he remains, owning my bears for years to come. Your thoughts, KB? Everything with him is, is asymmetrical and mercurial and zigging to zag. Ultimately, he made just the simplest, most basic, and probably smartest decision. He said, I'm going to make the most money and play in the easiest division and have full continuity. I'm just going to stay right here. Rodgers, after all this, like the, he just said, all right, I'm going to make a ton. I'm going to be with my friends. I'm going to win between 12 and 14 games every single year. And maybe yeah. we'll finally cash one in. I'm going to be the greatest Packer to ever live. I'm going to mm. erase all of that. I'm just going to stay here. I think it's cool. I think it's great. And he's going to be a Packer for life, I think. My takeaway is like, now, dude, you have to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's You on. have to. And I'll tell you why. He plays out this contract. Let's say he goes all the way and he goes all the way into his 40s and then he retires. 
That means the best quarterback to ever live went 15 straight seasons without winning another Super Bowl. Mm. And you got all the money and you have all the, the, the respect on the field and you have all your friends. He has everything, but like, God, you got to get one of these things, especially now. Like, Brady's gone. Yeah. The NFC cupboard is bare. Russell's You're in the Russell's NFC. Gone. Russell's, right, gone. Russell's gone. <laughs> I was your nemesis for years. Yeah. And I remember, like, it's not that he can't win the Super Bowl. He, he hasn't gotten to one. Got he can't me. win the title game. That's like, right. we got to do it now because you have everything else and you have love in your heart and money in the bank and everything, like, he needs to get to a Super Bowl. You cannot, you cannot go 15 straight years. And I'm the best ever. You got to get there, man. And I'm glad that, that that walking off the field in a divisional round in a not great performance against San Francisco was not his last game as a Packer. We're going to get a lot more. I think the pressure was always there. I think it's even bigger now. You can, you can't run this race and not get another one. You just right. can't. Throughout the combine, I was trying to read the tea leaves a little bit. Not so much on what people are saying there because everyone has a thought and opinion. You don't know who to trust as far as team side. The only person that really knew was Rodgers, but mm. he took a 12-day cleanse of all communication. That's the big thing everyone told me that was so interesting. And then took three more weeks and then went to the Bakhtiari wedding with all the Packers guys. Yeah. They're all there, including Coach LaFleur, and they're jumping around, having a good time. They're all, And I'm like, Tuesday came out, I was like, I'm just not happy with my team. Well, then right. it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought the momentum was going yeah. this way. And there's a lot of people saying the longer this thing goes on, the more evidence it is that he's on his way out. I thought just the opposite. And I thought of guys like Brian Baumgartner, who was on our show, yeah. like Nick Vial from The Bachelor, like <laughs> Packers fans. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be drama with Rodgers. There will be. There was, and I don't say it's on his fault, but there's always going to be something that's like, hey, he's a big famous guy and people like to pick him apart. There's the gonna be something. But to know that he's your quarterback, at least for the indefinite future, mm -hmm. is a great burden off their shoulders. So I'm happy for Rodgers. I'm happy for the Packers. And I'm happy for Matt LaFleur, who doesn't have to go through this abyss of like, yeah. hey, Jordan Love and I don't know what else for the future. He gets Rodgers. Now, is Rodgers Rodgers without Nathaniel Hackett and Luke Getze, his Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. OC and his quarterback go. coach. Yeah. Tom Clemens. And he's got Tom Clemens. Let's go. We'll see. And is Adams happy? Okay, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's things that are going to have to be settled here, but at the very least, he's going to be wearing that. Interview. And I don't think we're going to be talking about him being unhappy because when you sign this deal, I think the agreement is, all right, and those talks go off the mm -hmm. table for now. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm sure when he signed this big contract, I'm sure he talked to Adams. Um, you know, I'll probably sign tomorrow. And I'm sure they'll get a deal done for him. I learned in the league, when they want players, they'll find ways to sign their players. I think you keep this the best duel in football, these guys together. And I think everybody in Green Bay is happy. You had Brett Favre, now you have Aaron Rodgers. You know, like, keep Forever. that there. But it's time. Everybody loves to talk about how good Aaron Rodgers is, and I think he's probably the best in the league. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about the greatest, when you want to put his name mentioned with guys like Tom Brady, mm -hmm. you can't do it unless you go get this championship. You know, as you as you lost to in the playoffs against the the um, 49ers, right? After that loss, like okay, you walked off sad. You didn't know what you're gonna do. You talked about there was so many free agents that the team had, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You didn't know. Now we know what's going on. Now we know you're gonna stay. Clarity. What are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. Because I, I'm tired of seeing the best quarterback, you know, win these MVPs, win all these games, mm -hmm. um, dominate the division year in and year out. Now it's time to go win it. The momentum, I'm totally with you on that. When I started hearing the things about him in the front office repairing their relationship, I was like, this is going this way. This is going this way. And it's incredible. And I hope, you know, obviously gives me some confidence that they get the Devontae Adams deal done, the fact that this was announced. I do find it curious, and we talked about this right before the three of us, before the show happened. I want to see how it plays out with this contract. Everyone came out so hard on new deal, $50 million a year. Aaron Rodgers, who hasn't tweeted, Mr. 12-day <laughs> cleanse, since January 7th, tweeted immediately, really immediately, was like, no, 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 no. 
Hey everyone, just wanted to clear some things up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate, as are the supposed terms of the contract I, quote, signed. I am very excited to be back year 18. Maybe he's holding off a bit to allow those Devontae negotiations to get finished up to allow a little bit more flexibility. I'm sure that's what it is. I think yeah. perception is important to him, as it should be, as a quarterback who takes a big deal and returns to Green Bay. But it gave me con- it actually makes me confident that they do get something done. Adams has tremendous leverage. You're saying you have to win a ring. You're not doing it without Adams. We'll see. Draft defense. What we know, Russell Wilson's in Denver. Aaron Rodgers staying close. Yeah. That details on both next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, big moves in the NFL. Wake up with us on Good Morning Football. Thanks for choosing us on this March 9th. My name is Kay Adams. March 9th, whoa, for the agency. New league year upon us, LaShawn McCoy. That's me, that's me. In <laughs> the building, smiley as always. Peter Schrager is here too. Kyle Brandt in the building. Let's do it, guys. Time for the lead block. Time for the lead, lead block. block. We know yesterday's news sent shock waves around the NFL. Who do you guys think is impacted most? by the Russell Wilson and the Aaron Rodgers moves that uh, rocked our worlds yesterday, LaShawn. For uh, the Denver Broncos, their offensive weapons, right? I- I'm going to go with Russell Wilson got that that news and it broke out. Jerry Judy, he's a player that he loved it. I see he tweeted he was upset when, when Aaron got signed. Yeah, right. <laughs> but then soon after, it was funny. he was so excited that oh, yeah. we got Russell Wilson. It's been uh, fun to be a Broncos And now guy. we get to see how good he really is. I think this kid is so good. When I watched him in college, he had so much game to his to his tape. Like mm. his tape was going up and down. He was going up the field, across the field. 
And now you get to see how good he really is. Cortland Sutton, I think another guy that's a, a big play receiver. Um, he gets a lot of 50-50 balls, but he can make plays. And now you have a quarterback that gets you the ball and makes a big difference. Tim Patrick, another guy that people forget about. You like these dudes. Uh, yeah, I watched when he played against the Cowboys. He was balling. He was. Now you get him a real quarterback and then the running game. The angry run. Talk about it. Javante yeah. Williams, we get him in there. He's a great player. North Carolina running back. Runs with attitude, runs with anger. Mm-hmm. I think you get him in there, get him with a quarterback. So now you, you're doing the, the run stretch play actions. The defense, they can go for that, right? And they'll get hit over top. Now now they're thinking about that. You hit, you hit them over the top for 50 yards. Now mm-hmm. I got the open running lanes. Mm-hmm. Give you some op- opportunities to run the ball, open lanes, get a lot of yards, and hopefully they bring back the veteran, um, Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of his his game. You get them two together, mm-hmm. they can make some noise. So I think that really impacted their offensive weapons. We were talking earlier about, you know, the, you were on the list of what the Broncos gave up to get Russell Wilson, and it's kind of like, who cares? Just give up everything. But then the stuff that they kept, like, there's some nice pieces that That's are right. still, I don't right. think, like, the cupboard is bare, and they just emptied everything. Like, there are playmakers there. They're going to be cooking. But I'm looking at the Packers. <laughs> cooking, cooking. I, yeah, I, the Packers. And, and I just want to say, like, good morning football to the people of <gasps> Egan, Minnesota, and there, Allen Park, Michigan, and Lake Forest, Illinois, who are just, this guy's back! The Bears, the Vikings, and the Lions. He was gone. He was dead. And I, I saw a tweet yesterday that's like, oh, you know, Rodgers saw his shadow four more years of Aaron Rodgers in the <laughs> NFC North, Funny. who is the owner of the Bears. Uh, it's personal ownership, certainly, in the Vikings. This was over. It was ending, and every Don't forget Broncos Detroit. Don't rumor. Detroit. Detroit, everyone. He's gone. He's finally gone. Here's, here's the, the, the raw facts. If Aaron Rodgers plays out this entire career of the next four years, then the Vikings, Packers, and Bears will have played against 34 straight years of Hall of Fame quarterback play from the Packers. Oh, wow. 34 as, as a basis of comparison. The, the Niners with Montana and Young, they put together 15 seasons. You think they'd be the same. That's the it's It's double and then plus some. So there are people who are having families who graduated from college 10 years ago who have no memory whatsoever still of the Packers not having a Hall of Fame quarterback. And this was the end. It was over. It was the last dance. Enjoy it. He screwed you one more time. This is the last time he's ever going to be in Soldier Field. He was wearing the green home uniforms because he was at home for that game. You're a jerk, Rogers. And I'm so happy about this. Here we go. It's back, back for one again. more year. Think about- Nay. For four. Think about mm. the last dance. Think about nothing, the Peter. Last what? Dance post that they did all that stuff last yeah. year. They're back. Like, what are we doing? It's yeah. as if like the Atlanta Hawks and Cleveland Cavs back in the nineties be like, Scotty and Mike are back again. <laughs> oh. yeah. Get out of here. Tim Floyd is coaching them. No, Dude, I just think it. those other teams in the NFC North, they had their Andy Dufresne. I crawled through five miles of you know what, and I'm free. No, no, no. You're back in the cell. You're back in the hole. You're back with in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. The NFC's impacted most. But you know what I'm gonna miss? I'm impacted too, and so are you because those epic Seahawks Packers games over the years have been so good and I think we just need to just can we have a minute for those can we have a moment just a couple ah, look at these the uncorkings the Jordy of it all the bat the potential of Rodgers versus Russ in high stakes games what a rivalry these games are always epic through the years Rodgers is 5-4 and four versus Wilson in his career, including two playoff games. Fail Mary, guys. We know all this. Russ dealt Rodgers. Maybe the most crushing loss of his career. I'm talking 2014 NFC Championship game. We know how this went for them. And Rodgers has not been able to get back. So, 
Outside of this being over, which kind of hit me hard yesterday, just because I really have enjoyed these games. I really have those epic, epic games always. Uh, I think that, you know, the NFC, Shrakes, talk to me about this before you get going on, on your level and layer to this. A thorn in your side removed for Rodgers. Rodgers is most impacted because he has the easiest little path right to the Super Bowl where he belongs as long as they get this Adam Steele taken care of. Hey, Brady's gone. The NFC. <laughs> Brady's <laughs> gone. Right? Like, uh, no breeze. No breeze. Yeah, no breeze. Wow. No, what about Rodgers versus Russ in Arizona next year? Could be a Super Bowl. That's the one. I, I, would, I would love to see Silver it. lining would be they finally meet and they meet in the soup. Oh, man. That'd be great. For all the marvels. He'll what do you got? Right, in his division. Like, it was Stafford forever. He's gone now. He's in, He plays him once every so often, and now Russell's gone. Who's the legitimate contender? Yeah. It's the Rams. The Rams and Stafford are the, the, that's Rams the, and Packers that's the right NFC. Yep. Are the teams. Um, Unless something else insane happens. And it might. Which could. It could. Rams I think uh, for the last 12 months, we haven't talked much about Deshaun Watson because he's been this object over here where he's figuring out his legal stuff. All that's coming to a head, and that's coming to a head on Friday where a grand jury will see his case, and we will know criminal charges are going to be levied against him in that case with the 22 accusations of sexual misconduct. Eight women who filed criminal complaints were subpoenaed to appear before a grand jury. And at the same time, that same day on Friday, while that's all going down, Watson will be disposed for civil lawsuits that were filed against him last spring with a total of 22 women, all represented by the same lawyer, Tony yeah. Busby. So that's all on Friday. I say all this because for... 12 months it's been Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Who's going to get Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers? And in a matter of two hours, those pieces were set in place. The third domino to fall is what happens to Deshaun Watson's career? Right. And I look at teams around the league and say, okay, if there are no criminal charges on Friday, yeah. which one of these teams is going to take on the fact that he might be suspended by the league for a year still? It might be a, a public relations nightmare. It might be something you don't, can't sit with and savor. And yet... He is such a talented quarterback. Did the Seattle Seahawks trade Russell Wilson to maybe parlay that into Deshaun Watson? Mm. Are the Philadelphia Eagles sitting on three first-round picks and waiting on this to go get Deshaun Watson? Are the Indianapolis Colts, yeah, are the Colts. Tennessee Titans, are the Carolina Panthers sitting there and just watching as they've got Cam Newton and Sam Darnold at quarterback saying, Deshaun Watson is the guy for next year. Mm. I am fascinated. And now that Rodgers and Wilson are off the table, it might not be a pleasant topic to talk about on it's the show. It's on the docket. It's here. It's, but yeah. it's time. Yeah. Like, this is it. Deshaun Watson is still under the age of 30. He's still really, really good. As one of the best quarterbacks. Right. Which team has the stomach for it? Mm -hmm. And if he isn't filed with these criminal charges, who's going to be able to handle 22 civil cases mm -hmm. and also all of the negative publicity and all maybe the negative stuff that you got to sleep with at night in your gut yeah. knowing yeah. you're paying him all that money and you traded all those picks for a guy that has this going on. I'm fascinated because the talent is off the charts and Deshaun Watson can still play football yes, and he, he will, I think, again in this league. At GMFB, who has the stomach for it? It's a great way to put it, Trace. Excellent point. It is news time, people. I'm Will Sullivan. We start in Tampa where the Bucks need to figure out who is going to be their quarterback, but whoever is going to be under center can take solace in the fact that they know they can still throw to Chris Godwin out there. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers deciding to use the franchise tag on the wide receiver for a second straight year. That means Godwin will make just under 19.2 mil for the 2022 season after earning about 16 million on the tag this past season. This, of course, if they can't work out a new long-term deal. 
Elsewhere, in Green Bay, the Packers placing the franchise tag on wide receiver Devontae Adams, guaranteeing he'll make a little more than $20 million for the 2022 season. Packers GM Brian Gutekunst had previously said he'd like to sign Adams to a long-term deal, so this could just be a placeholder until that gets done. They have until July 15th to get a deal done. Most wide receiver news, or more wide receiver news rather, and it's not quite a franchise tag with Chargers wide out. Mike Williams avoiding free agency as he's signing a three-year, $60 million contract. Williams posting career highs in receptions and receiving yards to go along with nine TDs. And NFL Network's Mike Garofalo reporting 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo has successful surgery on his throwing shoulder Tuesday. Mike G adding Jimmy G isn't expected to throw for 16 weeks, but the plan is for him to be throwing well ahead of training camp. A lot of quarterback needy teams out there. The question will be, where will Jimmy Garoppolo land? Of course, one of those potential landing spots, Kane guys, is with the Washington Commanders. Thanks so much, Will. We appreciate you. Commanders missing out on uh, Rodgers and Wilson. Their options a little more limited at quarterback. We want them to make waves. What do we think they should do? Is Jimmy G the guy, guys, that they should go all in on? Or should we wait for the draft, LaShawn McCoy? Or I'll make the case they should maybe do both. I think they should go get Jimmy G. He comes from a, a, a running background. He's doing a great job with 49ers. I could be the same thing with the Commanders. Mm-hmm. I think they run the ball very, very well. I'm with Gibson in the backfield. I think he has some, some guys on the outside that can go deep, like Scary Terry. People hate to go against him. Um, with that play-action game, I think he's the best. Short, immediate throws, he's really good at that. He has to be game-managed. I think Jimmy G is best when he's game-managed. I would say go get him. I mean, right now, Taylor's a good quarterback, but Heineke is like up and down. I they, mean, he's, they, they pick 11th overall. You think that's a better option than getting uh, one of these top prospects so they can probably land there? I'm, I'm not big on um, although I do love my, my Pittsburgh um, mm-hmm. Kenny quarterback, Pickens. Kenny Pickens. I do love him, but... I like to go get guys now, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't I don't want to wait. I'm not sure with the draft, with the quarterbacks, how long it'll take. I like to win now. Rivera is a coach that wants to win now. He's used to that. He grew up with having Cam Newton, and, and that it worked for a while, but he doesn't have that much time. We got to win now in, in, in this league. I think the Cowboys are up and down that division. The Eagles are kind of firing their way as the top spot, you know, depending on how it forms and works out. So the division's up for grabs. Why not go get Jimmy G right now, a proven quarterback, mm-hmm. a winning quarterback, that can manage the game, run the ball with a great defense. We have a great defense. You don't need a quarterback to play as well. Go get him now. I think they should. I, I feel like they came out guns blazing and like with a big swing at, you know, at the combine. We're in for the quarterback market. And then the wind is really out of your sails right now. Mm-hmm. Now, short of Deshaun Watson, who we'll talk about in a bit, and short of you know making a trade for some other veteran quarterback that we wouldn't be aware of, there doesn't seem to be this. It's like Trubisky, it's Garoppolo, and then it's the rookies. I don't think they're going down the Jameis or Cam route. I, I think Jimmy G makes a lot of sense for them yeah. because I do think they're competitive right now, and maybe Jimmy G is a giant upgrade from what they already had. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to end up on the Commanders no matter what happens for a lot of different reasons, and he shouldn't. Jimmy G's stock is so low. He's going to join a new team this offseason, and there's going to be a lot of Twitter jokes, and the fan base that gets him is, is, is not going to be overwhelmed. I think he was legitimately and in, in really severely hurt for that playoff run, and he's the last time he was out on the field, like he looked bad. He threw yeah. embarrassing interceptions. He just didn't have anything. I think he was really hurt. I think he's much better than he showed. Should they go all in for? Are they winning a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo in Washington? Probably not. And if the answer is probably not to that, then I don't want to go all in for anything. Mm. I love Jimmy, but he's in a really weird purgatory in his career right now. You think they can win the NFC East with him? Maybe. They're like yeah. 49ers light. Like mm. they they don't play quite as good a defense. They don't have quite as good a running game. And Jimmy needed all of that. So it's tough. 
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got a rising star. We got another one entering the NFL draft. He had the fastest 40 of time among safeties at the 2022 combine. The very fastest 40 among safeties. Please welcome from the University of Maryland, Fear the Turtle, safety, Nick Cross. What's up, Nick? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? We're doing excellent, and so are you. 4-3-4. None of that entry-level 4-3-9. No, no, 4-3-4 as a safety. That is faster than Tyron Matthew, Earl Thomas, Mika Fitzpatrick. These are champions. These are all pros. In that 4.34 seconds, Nick, how do you think your draft stock changed? Um, I think it definitely went up a little bit. You know, that along with the rest of the workout that I had was um, pretty good, and I think it helped uh, raise my stock a good bit. I feel like it, it went well. It did well for me. You, you're six foot. You weigh 212 pounds. <clears throat> you got this great speed and vertical. And last year, you had your best year in tackles, sacks, and interceptions. Safety position, you do it all. What was the key from you from going a really good player to the best player on that Terps defense? Um, I feel like it was just a lot of film study in the offseason. Me and my coach, Coach Baker, we sat down every day and we watched constantly, you know, offenses, how they present themselves to defenses, the chess match in between offenses and defenses, and um, just how they did everything and how um, defenses present themselves to offenses to get the result they want. So it was something that, you know, I took pride in being able to, you know, understand how offenses work, how they try to attack defenses, and it definitely helped elevate my game. Nick, it's so nice to meet you. We love having you here on Good Morning Football. So many GMs and scouts and coaches watching right now, and I know that you're from Maryland. And I understand that you grew up a diehard Washington fan. So I'm just curious, at your house on game day, do you remember any um, Washington games against a certain Eagles running back named LaShawn McCoy, who may or may not be sitting to the left of me? 
there are a couple. Um, there are a couple that myself was not too too happy to be watching. Um, I would say there 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 was the one the the beatdown on Monday Night Football that I watched and that wasn't good. And I feel like there was one more. I think I think it was the the second year of RG 3s career. Um, he went and rushed for like 170 mm. yards, a couple of touchdowns, and of course they won the game. And it, it wasn't mm. fun. I, I wasn't a huge fan of you when you were um, in the league, especially when y'all played my, my team. Uh, well, thanks, Nick. Appreciate that, <laughs> well, man. Thanks, thanks for not being a fan. fan of me. But yes. that's cool. So I did my homework on you too now, and I, I know that you played ball with Chase Young um, at that powerhouse yes, star-studded thematic uh, Catholic. And you guys have a long history of great players. I'm thinking of Darnell Dockett, yeah, okay. right? Brian Westbrook. In 2016, though, you guys played a team named Bishop McDevitt, right? And I, I went there. Now, I won't ask you who won that game, but I, I will ask you this. Um, how was it playing um, with Chase Young at, at a teenage age, and how was that in high school? Um, it was definitely a lot of fun. Chase was a guy who brought a lot of energy to the locker room. He was definitely an alpha. Um, we played. I was a sophomore at the time, so I was a youngin when I when I played with him. But you know, he was definitely a great leader, someone who you could talk to on a day to day basis. Um, a lot of fun to be around in school, outside of school, and just someone who I learned a lot from. Um, he gave, he he motivated me every single day. I looked up to him as a as a player and as a person, and someone who I look forward to seeing at the next level. And now he's looking for a big bounce back season next year. LaShawn's just smiling over there. So I'm sorry he that, torched that was Washington right back there. in the day. It's fine. It's all right. Listen, you are an admitted film junkie. You love the tape. You love the Ooh. dark room. We love that stuff. So we want to play a little game, all right? And our producers really stuck the landing on the name. We're calling it Crossword, all right? We're going to say the name of a safety passer present, and you, Mr. Cross, <laughs> give us a word that would describe that player with a brief, a brief explanation why. It's just one word. So here you go, Nick Cross. One word for Hall of Fame safety, Ed Reed. What's the word? Master. He, he mastered the middle of the field. Um, he's mm. someone who I look up to as a, as a player. He, he literally played sideline to sideline. He knew how to terrorize quarterbacks and how to bait quarterbacks into throwing him the football and someone who I, I study heavily. Mm, I like that, Master. How about Jesse Bates? I'm a big Bengals fan. What word would you use to describe the Bengals' safety? I would say he's exciting. Um, he's someone who I, I watch nowadays as a, a young safety, someone who I try to model my game after. Um, another one who plays the middle of the field really well and can can do a little bit of everything. He plays a little bit of man coverage, can drop down to the box, and um, is, is known for doing well, flying over the top and making, making plays. For the viewers at home, Nick, we're watching right here, an awesome kid. Obviously, uh, I got a text from a GM saying this guy's a top three safety in this class. So Woo! we're looking at a wow, guy who might nice. be starting for wow. your team. Just, just right. be aware who you're watching right now when it all goes down. How would you describe Jamal Adams in mm -hmm. one word? Violent. Um, someone who, who I've been watching since, since he came out of high school when he committed to LSU. You know, violent player, um, loves the game of football, high energy, and someone who's going to, you know, if you meet him in the hole, he's definitely going to give it to you. You're pretty knowledgeable about your safety, so I have to ask about a former Eagle. How would you describe a Hall of Fame safety, Brian Dawkins? Oh, let's go. Ooh, this is this is. Oh, I call him Weapon X. I mean, he's Weapon X. That's what. Weapon that's X. What he went by. <laughs> he's good. Um, he's good. You know, so, you know, he's he he played everything. Um, someone who I watched. He was one of my hype videos before I go go onto the field. Um, just someone who who had pure passion for the game. Someone who you know is violent, who can take the ball away in the pass game, in the run game, and just someone who 
who is the ultimate teammate, um, someone who is a great leader, and um, shoot, I would love to play with him. I would love to play with him if I had the chance. Trace, you said top three? One team says it. There's the boards are top different. Top three. Yes. Well, all 32 teams watched our show. I tried to tell you, Nick, mm-hmm. and now we got some of them texting Peter Schrager. It's how this works. We're here to help you. You are gaining fans every second you're on the show, and I'm going to give you a really cool opportunity. I want you to talk to them. Talk to teams. Talk to fan bases on why they should draft Nick Cross to improve their defensive backfield. Let's go. All right. So from a defensive standpoint, I feel like my athleticism and my um, skill set allows me to fit into any any defensive scheme that I go into and fit anywhere in that defensive scheme. Um, in the post, I play sideline to sideline, literally from one sideline to the next white, play in the box. You want to roll me down to the box, I understand the run game, be able to go and, and wreak havoc in the box and, and have a lot of toggles for loss and, and stop the run. If you want to put me in man coverage, I, I do well against tight ends and slot receivers. And even in blitzing, I feel like I'm a great blitzer. Um, I understand snap counts. I understand how to, to blitz off the edge, blitz in the, in the different gaps, how the offensive line slides here and there. On special teams, I'm an all-four special teams guy. I've played multiple special teams throughout my career in Maryland, multiple positions on multiple special teams. And um, I've just been able to make a niche there and play at a high level. Besides all of that, I'm a pro's pro. I feel like I take care of my body. I do the things, the little things that will help give me that edge, taking care of my body, watching extra film, getting in with coaches to make sure that my technique and the scheme things are up to par and I'm someone who off the field, you know, GMs and coaches can go to sleep at night knowing that they're not going to get a call in the morning about Nick doing this and Nick doing that. Someone who will be where he needs to be on time early wow. and someone who will be there and, and be a great teammate and bring great energy. Anybody oh, want a piece of that? Wow. You want to bring that into your locker room? Sorry, Nick. He's You're going to become an eagle. Um, you get all of that. You get off the field. You get special teams. And you get a 4-3-4-40. And apparently yeah. in the middle of the interview, Jerry Jones texts Peter yeah, Schrager. That's incredible. Hey. Nick Cross, yeah. you're the man. Awesome Thank job, you. Nick. Appreciate Nick. it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good luck, man. Thank you, Nick Cross, who was not a fan of Shane McCoy growing up, but hopefully now is Nick Cross waking up with Good Morning Football. I liked this. That's your clubhouse leader for best. This is why you should draft me speech. It was good. Everyone else. Great. Pretty awesome 24 hours shockwave sent across the NFL. Aaron Rodgers back with the Packers. Russell Wilson is headed to the Mile High City to join the Denver Broncos. Any final thoughts before we head out? Peter. I just It's amazing that it happened in two hours span after months and months of speculation, really going back to last summer. Russell Wilson's a Bronco and Aaron Rodgers stays a Packer, and I, I'm fascinated to see what's the next domino to fall. Now Deshaun Watson is on deck. We'll he's he's next. I think he's next. But 24 hours is all this great football news, right? I'm so excited. It's like, I want to see the season start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Aaron Rodgers back home in Green Bay, and then you got um, Russell Wilson going to Denver. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited. We had on Nick Cross today, the safety for Maryland. That's what I want to oh, talk about. Oh, he was amazing. Can you get to him, please? We loved him. We we were completely taken. He runs a 4-3. Peter mm-hmm. says he's one of the best safeties that's going to come off the board. He's coming to a town near you. I also like that during his interview, since he was a Washington fan, we showed clips of Shady in his Philly heyday. And when we show clips of LaShawn, he's like, he sits there and watches them like with this big <laughs> smile on his oh, face. Me? Yeah, yeah you, you should see yourself. Some guys don't <laughs> like, like watching their own highlights. Like that. You, you look like that. Oh, you look you guys at me. Are funny. I'm so good. No, no, no. And no. you are. I was just surprised how the details, right? He knew what game. He yeah. said the Monday night, the first Monday night game. <laughs> this guy's Did Brian good. Dawkins takes? He said 170 yards. Actually, it was 175 yards. Uh-huh. Nick, you were very close. <laughs> That's it. This guy's that got it all going cool, on. That I'm a fan. We always fall in love with every Jeff right. prospect that comes Ross. in. Nick, I'm watching his career. I like him. We, we love the guy. Yeah. Number one overall to Jacksonville. Bye. Yeah, see ya. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.